This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson, and welcome to another in our continuing series of reports about the latest developments in Parkinson's disease research. The Michael J. Fox Foundation has always taken a unique, patient-oriented approach to speeding up the Parkinson's research process. Recently, I spoke with Debbie Brooks, who co-founded the foundation with Michael J. Fox, about the origins of that approach and why patients themselves are now so central to the execution of that strategy. Patients really have been absent from the efforts to accelerate new treatments. And, you know, Michael just had this sensibility that things could be moving faster. So I think at the very beginning, a lot of our thoughts were around how can we do work on behalf of a patient population to really get to a patient-centered goal like better treatments. But to get to that goal, the two co-founders soon came to realize that it wasn't enough to fund smart science. It had to be funded in a smart way. It did not take long, though, for us to really have a, a growing sense that there was something far more strategic to do than simply raise money and hand it over to a research enterprise that doesn't necessarily deliver results or certainly not fast enough or with the relevance that most patients are looking for. It was really that we wanted to figure out how could we fund research or support research or facilitate speeding the process through which research could get conducted so that we could ultimately deliver new treatments to patients. So from its earliest days, the foundation focused on developing new patient treatments as fast as possible, which meant focusing on the pharmaceutical industry as well as academic research. For the most part, you can't expect a new treatment in Parkinson's disease without it moving through a pharmaceutical company, right? You, you just don't really see medicines coming out of academic settings and, and university research. And so we are looking to really understand how does an idea move through that system and what can we do with our capital and our intellectual resources and our knowledge about Parkinson's disease to kind of move ideas along. What they discovered was that to industry, developing treatments for Parkinson's disease didn't always seem like a good bet because it required a big investment with no guarantee of success. So the foundation set out to make drug development a less risky enterprise. There needs to be an appreciation for the fact that drug development is very expensive and we need to do the most we can to make those options attractive to anybody who's trying to weigh the pros and cons of considering drug development in Parkinson's disease. And if we can kind of help get ideas as far along as possible and show as much compelling data around that idea at the time these decisions are being made, we think we can tilt and influence the calculus that goes into a company making the decision that, yes, this is an idea worthy of investment, and yes, Parkinson's is a field and a marketplace worthy of our efforts. But those efforts also depend on something smart science and smart funding alone can't provide. Only patients can, and here's why. Before any new Parkinson's treatment can come to market, it must be rigorously tested. And that means patients have to be willing to participate in clinical trials. But that's something only about one in 10 Parkinson's patients have ever done. The result? Research that's ready to be fast-tracked 
winds up in the slow lane instead. If you look across all clinical trials, something like 85% of trials experience delay due to recruiting. Something like 40%, maybe more, of trials never recruit a single subject. It is commonly appreciated that years get devoted to the simple task of recruitment. And so, you know, we see that this is not only a monumentous delay to the patients themselves. But it's also such a significant cost burden that we see that it literally tilts the scale in some cases for drug companies to say, we can't afford to be in drug development in PD. So the foundation is now making a major effort to increase patient involvement through education, outreach, and social media and has developed a new tool called Fox Trial Finder that makes it easy for people to locate nearby research projects that fit their particular interests and patient profile. This is something we can't give up on, so I'm very hopeful that we can get the message to the patient community and help people understand what participation in clinical trials is really about and also reinforce you know, good things come from participation in clinical trials. Brooks herself is now participating in a major Parkinson's research project by serving as part of a control group. And she believes that securing broad patient and community participation in research is central to the ultimate goal of finding a cure. Parkinson's comes into your life, and I think there's a moment where I hope everyone pauses and says, you know, geez, what can I do? And, and I get that that moment may not be right away. I totally appreciate that. But I do think that what I'm excited about at Fox today is that we have more and more ways to answer that question. I see signs and evidence every day of people in our community who find their way to the right way to be engaged. And what I see is we get more powerful because of it. It's about getting this done, getting it done as fast as we can and as smart as we can. And the more people we have alongside of us, I think the stronger we move. For more information about how you can participate in Parkinson's disease research, visit michaeljfox.org. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.